Coming to you from our opulent and luxurious 4x8 refurbished broom closet at the National Headquarters in Indianapolis. With duct tape, studio lights, and a mic that you barely can hear, we hope to entertain and educate you. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. Hello, 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 and welcome to our third episode, third episode now of Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. As we sit here continuing to be trapped in scene one of The Stand. Hope you all are doing okay out there. I am Mark Seavey, the Special Projects Counsel for the American Legion. I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Jeff and Ashley, who uh, were actually wearing face masks. I refuse to because I am just a, uh, a habitual non-follower of the law, apparently. A uh, reminder, you can find uh, the Tango Alpha Lima podcast on legion.org, YouTube, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Now, before I go to you guys, I, I do have two public service announcements, if you will. The first is, uh, yes, uh, the elephant in the room. I am a triggered snowflake today. Uh, when I got the text yesterday about Gronk, I immediately curled up on the floor and cried myself to sleep. And, and we're talking crying like Rudy, Bambi, Field of Dreams as like a three-way kind of crying, just sobbing. Um, and... Getting out of bed to come here, probably the most heroic thing I've ever done. Uh, maybe eating gas station sushi and chasing it down with some uh, Irish car bombs, slightly braver, but this is definitely up there. And I'm doing it for you, the listeners. I just want you all to know how important this is. Second thing is slightly more informational. Did you guys know that if you go to YouTube and you search Alpha Lima Tango instead of Tango Alpha Lima, you get a YouTube Iron Maiden playlist, which, you know, I'm not going to tell them how to do their job because they've got 6.948 million more views than we have. So they may be onto something, but that playlist has neither Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner nor Two Minutes to Midnight, which, in my opinion, is a crime against humanity. So, Jeff, I'll put it to you, which is a sign of the more horrible times we live in that... I have to go on living without Gronk and TB12 in New England, or that an Iron Maiden playlist would have neither of their two best songs. Well, I'm going to say that I know a little bit about one of those and absolutely nothing about the other. So you, I think you don't know who Gronk is. <laughs> of course, I know who Gronk is. He's on the receiving end of the greatest quarterback of all time in Michigan alum, Tom That's Brady. Right. I'm I'm excited. I'm going to be a Tampa Bay fan now. I'm super excited for this. That's I'm going to be second. Uh, you know, they'll be my second team. I'll, I, <laughs> I can't I can't turn against them totally. Like I feel sad that they're gone, but you know they gave us such good years. Ashley, what do you got going on out there? Up in the DC world. Up in the DC world. <laughs> a whole lot of work. um i am just grinding it out making stuff happen at work and i'm just trying to get communication and information out there so that is that is what i do on a daily so between that i get to hang out with my awesome husband um so you see this new chair bought this new gamer chair yesterday he put it together and he proceeded to wheel himself around the house and scream this is how i travel now 
and it reclines awesome. like it reclines all the way back like it's something out of wally it's un I, it's unbelievable so I he's also, been my comedic relief i also have a gamer chair at home and it is spectacular and i, I wish i could bring it into work but now that i'm up in the like the legal offices i've got this 1950s like red leather chair with studs and i can't tell if it's bad form to just immediately get rid of it and put in a gamer chair or not but I'm going to bow oh, to so the conventional wisdom, I guess, and keep it for a little while anyway. I think it's interesting about all these gamer chair things because now I feel at a big disadvantage in the pandemic because I grew up playing outside, not playing games, so, which I always thought made me better than everyone. But now I'm, now I'm suffering. Yeah, you are ill-prepared for this. Isn't it? All right, we will start with topic one. Um, and... It's to me, it's fairly interesting, and we've had a development here. But it's uh, the Iranians and the Russians have been playing some pretty dangerous games, and I'll start with the uh, Iranians. Um, and this is from the Telegraph. Fears were growing of a new confrontation in the Persian Gulf at the United States accused Iranian naval forces of carrying out dangerous and harassing maneuvers near its ships in the region. The incident came just days after armed men presumed to be members of Iranian Re Revolutionary Guard Corps boarded a Hong Kong registered oil tanker in the Strait of Hormuz. Uh, the, sixth, the U.S. 5th Fleet said a group of 11 Iranian naval vessels harassed six U.S. Navy vessels in the northern Persian Gulf for an hour on Wednesday. I don't know if you guys have seen the video, but it, was, it looked like a swarm attack that never actually happened. They kept going closer and closer to the to the U.S. Navy ships, and today there's actually been a development where uh, the president somewhat, I guess, inarticulately said that uh, I have given instructions to the U.S. Navy to shoot down and destroy any and all Iranian gunboats if they harass our ships at sea. Um, I'm sure he didn't literally mean that the ships were above the water, but uh, Jeff, what do you think about this? What do you... Um, I'm... A it's interesting to me that in this time when people are so on edge globally with the the long standing wars that uh, many countries not just us have been in that they think it's okay to to even tease uh, an attack on a really on really large US navy ships i think uh, but then i i think on our side, we probably shouldn't escalate it with rhetoric. It probably should have been done through some back channels, and if need be, one of them might need to become a submarine. Ashley, what do you think? I I have to agree with Jeff on this one. It's it's poor timing. It's like why, for lack of a better pun, why rock the boat? Why, why now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. It's discouraging because it's like you, we see that the pandemic, you've got all of these things happening at once. And for someone just to rationalize that, like, this is a good idea and this is the right time to, to play Battleship, I don't know. Yeah, this, I mean, look, look at how the USS Cole went down. You know, this was the same sort of thing that there was small ships out there and you have no way of knowing as the ship's coming at you if it's hostile or not. Um, I'm kind of in favor of the of the comment by the president, if only because it puts them on notice. Hey, stop playing these games. But, boy, that is a dangerous game of chicken to be playing. I mean, you're talking about you're talking about you know a U.S. Navy that is 
is looking for anything. And I don't know why they keep giving them reasons like this, especially out in international waters. It's kind of crazy. I know the Iranians tried to say that it was uh, that it was the Americans were making intimidating moves and all this. I, I have a pretty hard time believing that, but to each their own. But now's not the time is to it be upper- playing. Is it opportunism? I mean, are they are they just trying to take this opportunity to make us look bad, like oh, the evil imperial ingress- aggressor, because uh, they know that if they do it too long, one of their one of their ships is going to become a, a scuba diver's reef at the bottom of that ocean, and it's just they think that they're going to turn it the PR against the U.S. and it could be some opportunism. Yeah, that, that that's what I think. They either they're trying to break down our ability to keep having this physical buffer around the ships, or they're actually looking for something to happen. And either one of those is not a great not a great plan on their part. Yeah, they're just they're poking the bear. They it's are not poking be pretty. the bear. Who bear's gonna wake up? It's not gonna be great. I'm gonna be um, hungry. And sort of in a similar vein, the uh, a Russian pilot did the same sort of thing. Um, where a Russian Su-35 apparently went inverted over a Navy P-8 Poseidon reconnaissance aircraft and and did the whole top gun maneuver where he was upside down over the thing. That also not a great idea. Uh, Even under the best of circumstances, not a great idea, but uh, you hate to see that. I'll tell you, this one, that one, that one annoys me a little bit more because it's people like that and it's a person not a nation state it's people like that who are never satisfied with their own job and it's like he's auditioning you know to be a stunt pilot or or something like that and and everybody wants to be in hollywood he should just be glad that he's a fighter pilot that's all i'm saying yeah just on a side note when when does top gun 2 come out you know, I I saw a little bit about. I don't know when it comes out, but I saw there's a pretty good article with uh, about uh, what's his name. Uh, Val Kilmer has a new book out about the filming of the first one, and I'm not the biggest Top Gun enthusiast, but the article was quite interesting. Uh, I think so. didn't didn't all the movies get pushed? Like, yeah. I think so. That's why I'm asking. I just I know with everything COVID related, I thought I saw a trailer for it. Actually, while I was out in Hollywood, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, at your post, I know. Um, but I remember I remember seeing it, and it gave me the chills, because, of course, I'm, like, in Hollywood Post Theater, and, like, the amp- oh, the, the sound. If anyone's ever been there, highly recommend. Gave me the chills, but I'm, like, really excited for this movie, and I know that we're talking about a fighter pilot obviously not being super smart, but movie? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward? Happy? Positive note? Hey, when's the Swift coming out? Right? Yeah, I think we're going to be waiting. I think we're going to be waiting a while because obviously all the theaters are closed. Um, but it'd be good to see. Uh, it'd be good to see some high flying action on the big screen. I did see that uh, drive-in theaters are making a comeback. So you know, maybe maybe we can go that road. All right, story two. We're going to go to you, Jeff. What do you got for us? Oh, Mark. Um, so j- just, to, just to start out, this is not a story about child pornography. I don't, want the, uh, I don't want the authorities to come look for me. What's happening is the, the 
ICE, the immigration, is for I'll just read it instead of trying yeah. to uh, yeah. improvise because I'm sounding like a fool. So, the language at a small graduation ceremony inside a federal office building in Washington Friday morning was militaristic, fighting, front lines, enemy, war. The language for a fifth year, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement rather quietly has trained a small team of injured, wounded, or sick military veterans for a different type of deployment, supporting the agency's lesser-known investigative arm as analysts on child exploitation cases. The ones who will be able to take photos off a hard drive in a child pornography investigation, they help identify the perpetrator and build the case for an arrest. It is a battle, it is a war, and it needs to be, said Daniel Ragsdale, ICE Deputy Director. Now, I think, honestly, that this is so awesome. I think uh, sending people with that mission mindset, even if they're not able to to hump the trail and, and carry the ammo anymore, is only going to help defeat this enemy and it's not an enemy of a nation state it's an enemy against humanity and they need to be destroyed it's just simple as that yeah what do you think ashley oh well i I just want to add in you know it's something that can branch out into other things whether it's identity theft or anything else because most of their work is obviously going to be done over the internet and that's where we're seeing a great uptick in crime i did want to mention briefly that in uh, 2016 our national convention passed a resolution on this um, where we specifically talk about um, raising community awareness about the prevalence of sexual exploitation of children and encourage uh, our posts and everyone else to cooperate with law enforcement agents, government agencies, and public-private organizations to seek to empower the public to take immediate and direct action to enforce a zero-tolerance policy regarding child sexual exploitation. And that, again, is a resolution from our 2016 convention. We have a long history of being involved in this, and I, I know you and I had talked earlier, Jeff, about how much you liked this story, and you know, the more I read it, the more I liked it too. Ashley, what do you think about this? I think this is awesome. So the article states, since 2013, there's been more than 100 veterans that have learned the computer forensics through the Hero Child Rescue Corps, which is the equivalent to an 11-week program. So what's neat about this is that there are so many different benefits out there, Um, But to know that there is a program specifically for veterans who are interested in computer forensics that can also have that restorative uh, sense of purpose and mission is so awesome. Um, The fact that it's nearly a year-long internship in the ICE field offices, like that opens so many doors for our service-connected disabled veterans. So this is a great program, and it's so unique that, I, I mean, this is the first time I've ever heard of it. So um, for those who are able to go and check out this article, um, the, the front picture is like just a bunch of just, it's, it's so cool. Yeah, just a bunch of Joes. It's just yeah. a, bunch of, a bunch of guys who like once got, like some got the beards going on. Like, I love it. Like they're just, they're veterans. I did, I did notice the beards, over half of them. Yeah, over half of them beards. have like that, that. <laughs> I'm no longer in the service and I want my like giant beard. Like I want my King Leonidas beard. I'm tired of shaving that. every day beard. 
but yeah, like this is just a group of, of folks that want to continue to give back. And I think this is a great initiative and program. And I think it will open up a lot of doors for veterans. And again, it could be just a, a foot in the door, especially if you're trying to, you know, work for federal agencies. Yeah, it's a, it's a good experience for all the guys. It's a good cause. And I think we can't overstate how much being part of a team going after bad guys really is, how much that means to, you know, I think that most veterans, the thing they miss the most about military service when they get out is just that camaraderie. And if you can still build teams around an inherit, you know, topic or, or battle that they're facing, I think it's just spectacular. Well, I also hope that it's it's something that catches on. And I think, you know, this, the story is getting headlines because of who the enemy is. But the actual skill set that these guys bring and the actual mindset that these guys bring uh, and gals is that uh, is that being on a mission and being with a team they can get just about anything done and I hope that translates to other areas not just in federal government employment but also in the private sector so this could be a great this could be a great catalyst for a lot of our veterans who are unemployed and underemployed yep and speaking of underemployed and veterans uh ashley let's go to you for topic number three here because i think you're going to give us an update absolutely so y'all know i'm you know a big nerd so i follow legislation i follow benefits i love this stuff so i wanted to give you all a quick update so yesterday the senate passed hr 6322 which is the student veteran coronavirus response act for 2020. among the many protections for student veterans this bill provides and authorizes the continued va work study payments during covid responses the bill addresses education programs and assistance for veterans during the cover period of march 1st through december 21st 2020. Specifically, the bill authorizes the Department of Veteran Affairs to continue paying work-study allowances during the, this period of emergency and educational assistance. Oops, excuse me. There we go. And educational assistance uh, payments shall not be cha- excuse me shall not be charged against the individual's entitlement to education assistance if the individual was. if the individual was unable to complete a course or program due to the temporary closure of an educational institution or a temporary termination of a program by reason because of the emergency situation. So this includes uh, related trainings and rehabilitation program for veterans with service-connected disabilities. So right now that bill is headed to the president's desk and hopefully we'll do have a quick signature, but that's going to rectify a, a lot of issues that student veterans who would normally be getting, you know, basic housing allowance based on their uh, credits in which they're taking at the school or what they're certified for. Um, so it's going to alleviate a lot of uh, stresses for student veterans who may have also fallen off the category for stimulus checks. Yeah. And, and that's going to be a big one because there's so much uncertainty to begin with and as a student there's all the more uncertainty as you're trying to do your schoolwork and everything else and now you're not sure how you're going to pay the rent or pay your tuition uh, i think it's great that they've they've managed to address this fairly quickly uh in terms of what dc does jeff you got anything yeah i think um in homage to it being about a college education they used a lot of words to say that we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep paying you. It's, it's 
it's baffling to me that some something like this um, doesn't get written in ahead of time. I've, I've also said about the American Legion, I can't believe that we're having all of these uh, discussions about what are we going to do? We can't meet. The, when the American Legion was established a year after the Spanish flu ended, it's uh, it's it's I think a lot of these things with a little bit of forethought could be handled a lot easier. I, I'm I'm shocked that any students' payments were stopped in the first place. Uh, the damage that that does to a student who's living—I mean, it's not even paycheck to paycheck. It's just like. I remember I was living day to day. Like, oh, I can do things today. That's awesome. I, tomorrow, that's tomorrow. That was, Jeff's problem. That was me in my undergrad. Absolutely. Right. Who and among I, us? And I didn't have GI Bill. I only had sixteen oh six, which is the Montgomery Reserve Select. So I was only getting paid, uh, what was it, like two hundred some seventy dollars for like the full semester. Uh, I also had National Guard scholarship, which, which was covering tuition, but I was responsible for fees. And, you know, I still had to work multiple jobs in school. So I can only imagine what some folks may be, may be feeling. And I, I know that anxiety of like, where's that next paycheck? You know, is it going to cover everything? Now, um, Ashley, you're in, you're tiptoeing in dangerous water right now. You're the youngest one among us, but you're you you were so close to with these kids these days when you you're like when I was young when I was when a young I'm flashing back to my days when uh, on the day before payday all the Joes would go out drinking at like two in the afternoon and you had no choice but to drink until at least midnight because that's when you got paid and so you couldn't cash out your tab until then the bar so like the, just micro sipping your beer yeah so you know you'd wait till one of your buddies passed out you put them in the corner with a, a styrofoam cup and you just wait until midnight but you know <laughs> hopefully those days are are, are past Ho- hopefully uh our our newest Joes and Joettes have a little bit more common sense than we did back in the day, back in, back in <laughs> my don't. day, you know, back when, in we, my were, day. when we were still using muskets. I think it's really important too, that if anything, this has awoken a new thought of emergency planning and like thinking through what ifs. And I think, especially having like a public health background, like I was kind of trained in this school of thought. So like when we see like these long inundated processes of having to go get extra legislation passed by law, you know, just to have to go through all those hurdles, I think us as, as, as citizens need to start holding those representatives accountable, be like, hey, like moving forward, like we need to have a plan of action. Like we need to start thinking these things through um, because it just, it it's going to have to happen. Like we're going to have to restructure the way we we make some of these laws up and what the flexibility of them are. It's just it's going to happen. And I think this pandemic has brought forth some of those those faults in that system. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think something if you have a rainy day fund and then you use it and then everyone else who didn't have a rainy day fund is just holding their hands out. It doesn't really incentivize. Hopefully we're going to have some common sense. I know I was reading a story and it wasn't even veterans or military related, but the NCAA at one point had a $500 million fund that was there for a rainy day case. And they used it was there four years ago and they used it all up in a year. And then, of course, this year the NCAA tournament is canceled and now they're looking at all these problems. And so there's a plan afoot that I heard about yesterday to have NCAA football and NCAA basketball at the same time to play them both in the spring next year. And that would, I, 
interesting. Talk about going from zero to sixty. I mean, what do yeah. you do on a what do you do on a Saturday when the NCAA tournament has started and you've got you know number one Alabama playing against number three USC in football? It's just it's eh. you know number one number one Michigan playing unranked Ohio State, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's yeah it's, dream on. It's, it's also it's also filtered down into people's personal lives, I hope, because, you know, last night we had uh, here in Los Angeles, we had an earthquake uh, yeah. and I was thinking to myself, oh, man, at least I know I have food and water that I, I had <laughs> a good supply of because of the whole covid thing. But our emergency response is individual. Our emergency preparedness is individuals, even in places where it's a when it's going to happen, like Los Angeles yeah. with earthquakes. We are so not prepared, so, and the government's not prepared, and all the way down to we the people are not prepared. And hopefully, we can handle that. I know emergency preparedness is one of the programs of the American Legion, and I I don't know if we can how we can uh, potentially leverage us to start leading the way in emergency preparedness and uh, start talking about that because we're realizing that it's it was it what it is a program and it's kind of there but now we're realizing how important it may just be and impactful it might be to our community state and nation that we have all pledged to support yeah and i know that some legion posts are looking at that and i i hope it's something that moves forward obviously that'd be a be a great idea all right, let's go to the rapid fire. And here's a story that I know everyone was wound up about when we talked about it back in our little uh, practice uh, sessions of the podcast. But this from Air Force Magazine. Want to be one of the first military members to volunteer to join the Space Force? Your 30-day window of opportunity starts May 1. Quote, I know 30 days isn't a long time, which is why we're trying to get out in front of it, said Chief Master Sergeant Roger Tauberman, the Space Force's top enlisted officer, which is just, I mean, Chief Master Sergeant of the Space Force is just the greatest title ever. Uh, he said, I, I, I understand it's a life-changing decision, a life-impacting decision for you and your family, so we want you to get it right. Alright, hand in the air, would you join the Space Force if you were, you know, young and dumb again? I, I would... <laughs> I, I don't think I wouldn't join the Space Force, like the military Space Force, but I would join the cast of that new TV show that's also starting, I think, early May. I, I Is it with Steve Carell? Yes. Yes. Oh, so excited. I, I have expect I'm trying to keep like marginal expectations because I don't want to compare it to like The Office. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I've seen some of his other movies. So I'm just like keeping it right here. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think. That's going to thrive because does anyone really know what the Space Force is going to do? I mean, the advertisement here said it, it's uh, applications are open. Anyone in the Defense Department, not just Air Force personnel who already control satellites and manage rocket launches. Um, okay, well, that's does just that about no everybody. PT because you're in zero gravity. Like, I mean, do you have to do like the moon? No, I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. Teasing. You weren't gonna. <laughs> please tell me you weren't gonna say moonwalk. I was gonna say moonwalk. <laughs> Wait, Grandma I, Ashley. Right. <laughs> I love the fact that she's also doing the robot at the same time. Which what? You know, I'm just. I can't. Like, you can't see me moving. I'm trying to do. A, uh -huh. 
I mean, if, 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 if people are just listening to this and not watching, they're not watching the slow, sad decline of Ashley. We'll fall apart, guys. I, I, I still have a hard time even envisioning what Space Force is going to do, but more power to them. I, there's got to be some people out there. I'm, I'm assuming it's tech guys who are, who are like, this is going to be great, but I, I'm at a loss to explain what they're going to do. Uh, know, Ashley, every reference I have is all sci-fi, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very... To everybody that wants to meet Baby Yoda, I guess. All right, here you go, Ashley. This one's for you. Uh, the Air Force Times. An Air Force recruiting office in Ohio is hoping the scintillating popularity of Joseph Allen Maldonado Passage, better known as the bleach blonde muff mullet aficionado Joe Exotic, will re yield results as recruiters struggle to t keep up in an evolving landscape beset by COVID-19. An Air Force recruiting uh, poster... Uh, referencing Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness on Netflix said, on Netflix said uh, have you been so intrigued with the Tiger King that you may be thinking you want a job resembling Joe Exotic carrying a gun or working with animals? The a recruiting office posted alongside side-by-side -side images of Joe and Carol, hey, all you cool cats and kittens, Baskin. <laughs> now, I couldn't help but note that by the time this story oh showed God. up on the Air Force Times, the recruiter in Ohio had already taken the post down. Now, do you think this was a recruiter that got out in front of their skis and was stunned by their sudden popularity? Do you have a problem with them trying to use Tiger King to recruit? So I think this is hilarious. So my husband's a recruiter in D.C. and he comes from Ohio recruiting. So I'm very familiar with the recruiting space out there. So I'm going to have to uh, figure out <laughs> was because this is epic. I, um and i applaud them because i think there's a lot of power with using social like pop culture and social media trends um so like last week i know i was holding up a picture to the screen and it was just a coloring contest and it had a picture of joe exotic and that was from like underground tokyo noodles you know like i think that was great marketing yeah. and i think that there's an opportunity to kind of dig in and relevancy and humanize a little bit more that like, yeah, we're all people too, but you know, we put on our nation's cloth and we do awesome stuff. Although I, I will point out that, that this recruiter obviously knew his Ohio audience, not saying that's good or bad, but I don't know that the, the United States military wants to align themselves with somebody who manipulates through meth and tigers. Do you want to be more like someone who <laughs> Manipulates through meth and tigers. Sign up today. Like I just, I don't see it. My my favorite image though is of some colonel sitting there going, I don't know what this is all about. Let me Google right? it. Right. And then oh he, gosh, you know there were probably... people in that chain of command who were scratching their head like, what? What is he Gotta talking up about? Got to the kids today. CV. CV. And now everyone should know that you put these stories together. I think you're secretly, secretly watching. I think so too. Watching the show, yeah, I think you yeah. are. I sat I around and watched nine hours of a documentary on the American Revolution yesterday for about the fifth time. That's my TV viewing. There's zero chance that I'm watching Tiger King. I what is Star no. Wars Rebels documentaries? How the Earth was made. That is the outer limits of what I will embrace. I might watch a football movie and that would be about it the outer limits eh? you sure you're not interested you have till may 1st to make a decision yeah embark I, on a know, new journey i do not think it's for me i i uh 
I spent some time with the guys who do drive the satellites up in Thule, Greenland, and it was negative 54 degrees every day. And there was no sunlight whatsoever in the winter months. They had a heck of a party on February 28th when they had a six minute day. The sun just kind of came up and went down and they had a, they threw the greatest party I've ever been at. But uh, to me, I, I just don't think driving a satellite's really my thing. I prefer to put the, uh, put the pack on and Boots go on hump ground kind of guy. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, the army has uh, bolstered their Arctic tab which is like the Ranger tab and the, uh, the, the uh, Sapper tab. Um, they are, uh, anyone who graduates from the courses in Black Rapids, Alaska, which teach troops cold weather and mountain warfare, including skiing, snowshoeing, and survival skills. These courses also teach students to understand new problems like how the harsh Arctic conditions sap battery life and limit the capabilities of autonomous vehicles that the military has grown to rely on over the past two decades. I'm in favor of the Arctic tab, but I don't think, I, I mean, I don't know how cold you need to be to train for the cold, but it just doesn't sound like. It's not very appealing. It, it doesn't. Ranger school, totally get it. Like, you know, Ranger school has a mythos. I, I just don't know that building an igloo and sit, sitting in the ice is, is really going to be my thing. But what do you think, Ashley? You're going to go for your. This is a, a subtle way of preparing for the next ice age. Just, I'm teasing. What? I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I, are, are we freezing or are we melting? I can, I can never remember. But... I, I can never remember either. But you no. know what? Who knows? Are you, are you going to go get up, your I grew Arctic? up in Ohio where it could snow, rain, hail, uh, have wind, and then have clear skies by the end of the day and then drop to, you know, like 30 degrees. So I'm prepared for anything. Now, Jeff, uh, you're coming from the Marines where everyone is just an elite fighting force unto themselves. And so they don't need special forces and ranger and everything else. But what do you think? You're you going to go to Arctic school? I am not going to go to Arctic school. I have a couple of ridiculous um, things to say here. When you first started reading that, when you started reading the description, it sounded a lot like we were we were training people to dominate the Winter Olympics with the skiing. Biathlon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Deluge. with all of this with all of this talk about ice and tab, I'm gonna make myself look as old as Ashley. I think Diet Coke is better. Dud um bump. Tab. Oh man. All right, and I'm gonna uh well, you know what? I'll throw it out to you guys. Who's got uh, who's got my first parting shots? Do you wanna go with uh, why don't we go to you, Jeff? I'm gonna go with and I'm, I'm, this is going to be random. I don't know anybody there. They don't. But we hawk in post 18 in New Jersey. I am going to shout them out because I saw on Twitter that they responded to the, the National American Legion post uh, about our podcast. And they go, ooh, we want to start a podca podcast, too. A podcast. You, hopefully you'll speak better than I <laughs> Hopefully you'll speak better than I am today if you do that. But I just want to tell them to go for it. Get in early now and uh, make it super popular so that we can get more listeners too. So go Weehawken Post 18 in Jersey. Do your thing. Ashley, what do you got? Very nice. That's awesome. My husband's from New Jersey, so shout out to Jersey. What? He's from South Jersey. I know you all describe it as two separate entities north and south it's like living in different places different pla i don't know farmland city that's besides the point 
All right, so my shout out, um, I do want to shout out my my post, Vienna Post 180, um, and the 16th and 17th district combined in Virginia. Uh, we did lose a, a post commander um, to COVID, um, and we know that uh, a lot of folks in the DMV or the district of both, you know, I'm sorry, DC, Virginia, and Maryland area are all under pretty close um, pretty close quarters. So I just want to give a shout out to all those folks out there in the American Legion who have just been stepping up in the immediate area near and dear to my heart, uh, close to home, um, and any condolences to those family members that have lost someone to them. But I just want to continue to encourage folks to have hope and, you know, to continue to do battle buddy checks. And um, I just appreciate, you know, not only my post, but other posts that are stepping up in the, the local area. And my uh, shout out is going to be to, and I got to look up the post number, uh, post 152 uh, in Alabama, uh, Opelika, I believe is the name of it. And specifically a legionnaire uh, down there who passed away of coronavirus this week. And he was Medal of Honor recipient and Vietnam veteran, Command Sergeant Major Benny G. Adkins. Um, he passed away at the age of 86 after being in intensive care for a while. I'm not going to go into his Medal of Honor. You absolutely just need to go out and read it. This guy was a stud among stud among studs. Uh, one of the most amazing uh, stories out there, and I had a Medal of Honor recipient specifically text me and say this guy was the real deal, and he absolutely was. He's got a great book out there. Um, I think it's called Tiger in the Midst or something of that nature. But again, Benny Atkins, uh, Legionnaire, and Medal of Honor recipient, great guy. I do have uh, one update that uh, will make both of you happy. This is from our producer, Holly, who tells Ooh. us that the movie uh, Top Gun 2 is going to be released on December 23rd, 2020. So you guys can just go, you can go out and buy your tickets now. So... <laughs> And on that up note, we will leave it. I've got to go buy some uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers gear and uh, come up with a reason not to go home to my kids who are probably burning the house down. But I thank everyone for joining me again. Jeff, thank you. Ashley, thank you. And we will see you again in another two weeks. Remember, you can uh, download the podcast on the Legion website, on YouTube, and anywhere else that you get podcasts. Thanks. Stay safe. Stay home. Be well, people. Bye.